Hello, friends. This is your host of the Leader and She podcast, Jen Schultz. I am a wife, mom, sister, daughter, educator, health coach. I am a leader, and so are you. Welcome to episode 11 of the Leader and She podcast, a place where leaders in every walk of life come together to hear real world tips, tricks, and thoughts on how to be the leader that inspires and empowers those around you. If you are looking for a place to just be where you are right now, but also looking to grow into who you know you can be, this is it. Together, we will celebrate, share our struggles, and work to be a little better each day to spread our positive ripple out into the world. One of my favorite quotes comes from Maya Angelou, when we know better, we do better. And that is exactly where we are going to begin today. So let's get started. How many of you feel overwhelmed? Like you're being pulled in 20 different directions. Maybe you are a full-time mama trying to balance a full-time career as well. Does guilt play a part in your daily decision-making and thought process? I know I totally have struggled with that. There were and have been many times when, as a teacher, I really thought I needed to be at school at the exact same time I really thought I needed to be home with my kids, particularly when they were younger or especially when they were sick. Now, thankfully, I have grandparents who were able to help in a pinch, but moms, you know the feeling. No matter how amazing the help is and how many times your kids say it's okay, when they are sick or if something's important to them, you want to be there with them. This is usually what I try to do, but then, as teachers, and you're going to totally get this if you're a teacher, the teacher guilt sets in. And if you're not a teacher, let's just say this. Teacher guilt is very similar to mom guilt. You're leaving your classroom of kiddos, and by the way, you fully take them on as your kiddos, like your second family, and you're leaving them to a possible stranger. You worry that they're not going to have a good day without you. You feel they need you. It's not going to be the same, yada, yada, yada. I've even had parents text me when I'm not at school, yep, that's a true story, asking me why I wasn't there, why there was a sub there, and reminding me that their kid didn't do so well with subs. Good grief, let's throw some additional guilt on top of the already big guilt. So mamas, I get it, the guilt is real, but let's break it down a bit. Let's figure out a way to find some healthy balance. It isn't going to be perfect. It isn't going to be 100% easy or work every time. It's a journey, it's a process, but I think some of these tips will help. Now, I have to give credit where credit is due. These are not my ideas. I've learned them along the way from collaborating with other mamas, talking with my therapist. Side note, you know I believe everybody needs a good therapist. They're amazing. Uh, I've learned from Googling stuff. We have this phrase in our family and on our health and fitness team called GTS. If you want to learn something and you don't know the answer, you just Google that stuff, right? So the info is out there. We're in this world where we're almost inundated with too much information, but let's use it to work in our favor. If we want to learn something or find help on something, it's very easy to find that information. So here goes. In no particular order, I'm going to share some of the things I've learned and that I try to do to help balancing that life act of work and mom and all of those other crazy things that we put on ourselves. Number one, let go of the guilt. 
bless and release. I know, I know, it's easier said than done, but let's look at the facts. Now, this is a strategy I directly learned from my therapist and I love it. She talks about feelings and how they're very strong and can be overpowering. And most of the time when we're in the middle of a decision or feeling that guilt, those feelings overpower our like rational mind, right? And we can't really think clearly. So when I have a feeling of guilt, I should be home at more with my kids. I have to look at three facts and they have to be true and objective about that feeling to help me to feel better. So the feeling of guilt, I should be at home more with my kids. Fact, my job allows us to pay for family vacations. Family vacations give us more time together, helps us to create more memories. It builds a strong family. That's a good thing. Fact, my kids see in real time the value of working hard and contributing to our family. That's a good thing. Now, whether you work out of your home, whether you work in your home, whether your full-time mom is totally your jam, you need to know that that value you bring to your family is incredible. It is setting the tone for your children, showing them that you care, that you love them, and that you are contributing in massive ways, which is a good thing. Fact, my job helps pay the bills, groceries, etc., which is a direct way of caring for my family. So when I look at the guilt and then I look at the facts, it's much easier for me to see that it's okay to let go of the guilt. I am doing things that are helping that are good for my family and it makes that guilt subside. You can do the same thing when you have to miss your job or be at home for something with your kids, just the facts. The second one I want you to try to do is to determine your priorities. So what is most important to you in your family? Now, that might look different than your neighbor or your sister or your BFF or your colleague at work, and that is 100% okay. Balancing the work and mom life is different for everyone. And ladies, can we just make a promise to do this? Let's cast away the judgment and the comparison game and just let us women do our thing. You do you, I do me, and let's be happy for one another for wherever we are. Because maybe your jam is kicking butt on that corporate career ladder and coming home and being a most amazing mom, and that is awesome. Or maybe your jam is being a full-time stay-at-home mom, and that is what you're what you should be doing. Our families have different needs and that is okay. And whatever it is that fills your soul and makes your family happy, that's fine. That's your priorities. Your priorities don't have to align with anybody else, just you and your family. So this might mean having a sit down conversation with your spouse and your children if that's what you need to do. Understand that you might have to let some things go. Determine what's important for you guys. What's your core values? For me, it meant letting go of cooking a little bit and it's kind of a joke now, but every Friday we always order pizza. Like, always (laughs) it meant one less day for me to cook one less day for me to shop it was the end of the week I was tired I could just let that piece go and I knew that on Fridays I was going to get to look forward to ordering pizza sitting at the table stress-free and just spending time with the family now 
Yes, I'm a health and fitness coach as well. Yes, eating healthy is important to me, but I know it's okay. I didn't have to plan this like glamorous, fancy, healthy meal. We were just going to get pizza and sit down as a family and be together. It's balance and being okay with that. So whenever you can do that, try. Which leads me to number three, recruit help. Now, I get this one too. And if you're like me, asking for help is really hard. To me, it makes me feel like it's, I'm admitting some kind of weakness, you know, like what is it with us mamas thinking we need to do it all? It's not like we get some superhero award, right? And even if we did, is it worth it? I cannot tell you guys how many times I walked around my kitchen doing the dishes, cleaning up dinner, slamming cupboard doors, in my house as my hub spend asked me if I needed any help and passive aggressively I grumbled no I got it to myself like I don't know if I was too proud if I was ticked that they just didn't offer to help I don't know what it is but girl get over yourself and accept the help <laughs> now it might not be perfect or the way you want to re- the way that you would want it to be done but refer back to number two priorities what's most important and I'm pretty sure having the dishes be perfectly stacked and facing a certain way isn't a priority for most of you if it is that's awesome that's your jam but for me it wasn't so you have to let some things go you can recruit the kids to help out too and do chores around the house and think of it this way you're teaching them to be responsible and contributing members of society bam parenting win Number four, I want you to find time just for you. Wait, what? I know what you're thinking. Jen, don't you realize how busy I already am? I don't have time to do all the things. How am I supposed to add to my list and schedule time just for me? Isn't that selfish? Isn't it counterproductive? How can that work? Whoa, mama. Take a deep breath. Slow your roll. You know that burnout feeling you have every night where you collapse into bed so exhausted and so tired, maybe just a little bitter because you feel like you're doing everything, frustrated that life is so chaotic, tired already for what tomorrow is going to bring. Yeah, we want to avoid that. So it is so important. You've all heard the expression, you can't pour from an empty cup. Mama. You need to fill your cup, whether that is time working out, going for a walk, reading a good book, meditating. I don't know what it is, but you need to schedule time just for you. One of the things that I work with as a health and fitness coach is talking to other moms mostly about how they don't have time for themselves. And one of the very first things I challenge them to do is to find 20 to 30 minutes a day just to do some type of physical exercise and it seems silly at first but most of them if they try it for the first week they find that they feel better one because that physical activity is going to release those feel-good endorphins those natural endorphins it's going to give you more energy you're going to feel more confident and stronger about yourself and once you pour that time into you you have so much more to give to your other people you're not feeling depleted right so that can help if you're looking for something in the area i would be more than happy to point you in the right direction so schedule time for you it's important number five learn to say no 
Yep, that's a big one. In fact, it's such a big one. And so many of you on Facebook the other day commented that's one of your challenges, knowing when to say no and when to say yes, that I decided to do a podcast episode on this. So that's going to be coming. So stay tuned. But I want to talk a little bit about it today because I really feel it's important in finding that balance. It's okay to say no. Now, I want to be clear and say, I'm not telling you to crawl in a hole and never come out and don't do anything, right? You can't just go to work, come home, and then do nothing else. That's not healthy either. But it is healthy to create boundaries and to know when your plate is already full. Remember your priorities that you talked about at the, at the beginning? I actually would list those out. And remember, if you say yes to someone or something else, you're essentially saying no to one of your priorities. So if you add more things to your plate, something has to go. And what are you okay with letting go of? So it's okay to say no if it doesn't serve you or your family. If you can't serve on that PTO committee because it's gonna take away from time that you get to spend with your son, say no. If you can't bake two dozen cookies for the bake sale because you're not gonna be able to have movie night with your daughter, say no. Stop at Meyer or your local grocery store and buy cookies to donate, right? It's okay to not go to the extra work party if that means missing your kid's soccer game. If that's your priority, say no. Say no and then let it go. Repeat that after me. Say no, let it go. Number six, perspective. Now, this one's a really hard one for me and I still, if I'm being completely honest, have mental struggles with this because in my job as a health and fitness coach and in my job as a teacher, it really to me is more than a job. It is it is more than a job. It's a, more of a calling and working with people and serving people. And I believe that in my heart of hearts. But I had a wise, wise, wise friend who I love dearly say to me one time as I was stressing and overwhelmed by um, something that was happening at work. And she said, Jen, it is just a job. Yes, it's important. Yes, it matters. Yes, you want to do your job well. Yes, you want to be everything that you can be. But here's the reality. And it sounds a little morbid, but it puts things into perspective. If you were hit by a bus today, they would replace you. They would miss you for the first couple of days and maybe the first couple of weeks. And there would be pieces of you that they would want to come back, but they essentially would replace you. So do not kill yourself for a job that can replace you. And that was like, oh, right in the heart, right? Because if you're like me in your career, it is more than a job and you pour so much into it and you want to do a really good job. And for me, I want to touch lives and I want to impact people and I want to pay it forward, right? And I want the ripple effect that I'm doing to not just happen here, but I want it to keep going. But ultimately, it is just a job and I am replaceable. So while yes, I need to show up, I also need to learn to recognize the fact that it's just a job and I can't kill myself over that. So number seven, if you truly are in a place where this hustle of mom life and work life is just too much to bear and you're, you're, you're unable to balance it all and your things are unraveling and you just feel like you're constantly stressed and constantly overwhelmed, I want you to know this. You do have options. There is one person in control of your life 
and that is you. I know and I've had the honor to work with several women who have left unfulfilling careers to do something that allows them to have freedom to be with their family, all while building something meaningful for them. You have that option too. If you're in a soul crushing job and you're not appreciated and it's something that doesn't bring you joy, I really do, I'm not saying quit and be irresponsible, but I really wanna challenge you into thinking, what is it that you want to do? And then go out and find that. You are not a tree. You are not stuck where you are. If you truly are unhappy, do something. Try some of the tricks that we were talking about to see if that helps. But ultimately, if you need to explore a career change because that brings you peace and joy and happiness and is better at the balancing act of mom life and family life and career life, then please go do that. Your life is so short to be anything less than happy. And I know it sounds cliche and cheesy that you should have a job that you love doing, but I really, really believe that with all of my heart. If you are not in a job that you love that brings you joy, you really should challenge yourself to find something that does that. There are a ton of opportunities out there that pay really well, right? Because I get there's a financial need too, but there are jobs out there and careers that pay really, really well that also can bring you joy and you can feel like you have a meaningful purpose. So if that's what you need to do, do that. The last tip is so important. Wherever you are, be all there. When you are at work, Be all there. Don't be half in, half out. Be at work. Be all in. Be productive. Be happy. Bring joy to where you are so that when it's time to leave, you can leave. You can leave it there, right? I don't know how many times I came home from teaching still worried about this or worried about that. Things that I really had no control over, especially outside of my classroom walls. And ultimately, that distracted me from my time for my family. So I love this tip that I learned from Brendan Burchard. He's one of my absolute favorite authors. He's written many, many books, Motivation Manifesto, High Performance Habits, great books. He even wrote a fiction book that's pretty inspiring um, called The Golden Ticket. It has an incredible podcast. But one of the things that he does is he has these triggers. And one of his triggers is a door like a doorway. And whenever he walks through that door, he takes a deep breath and he intentionally makes himself focus on whatever it is that he's going to. So if he's going into a business meeting, he takes a deep breath, he walks through the door, says a little mantra, let me to serve all of these people in this room that I'm at right now. When he comes home, he takes a deep breath, walks through his door in his home. Let's go of everything else. Let me serve my family. Let me be fully present. Those are his triggers. When you when, I, when you walk into school, take a deep breath. Let you serve the people that you are there. When you walk into church, wherever it is that you walk, let that doorway be a trigger. Take a deep breath. Find a little mantra that you can repeat to yourself. Keep it short. Keep it simple. Help you to be 100% present when you are there. So when you're home with your family, be all in. Put the phone down. Turn off the ringer. That business call that they need to get can wait or they can leave a voicemail. Or if you have to add, if you have to answer it, let your family know and then put it away, right? Use that trigger story when trigger strategy of the door when you walk in and be all there. Now, this isn't a perfect list. 
It is definitely only a starting point, a work in progress. After all, that's all that we really can do. Start today, move forward. Hopefully we'll be just a little bit better tomorrow. And take a deep breath because moms, I know that you are probably your biggest critic. You are probably the one overthinking, overanalyzing, thinking of all of the things that you could do better or different or whatever, trying to make everyone happy and to make things go smoothly. I get it. I I totally get it because I'm right there with you. But I want you right now to hear this. What you are doing matters and you are crushing it. Your people know that you love them. The choices you make, you are doing in love and you are working to be a better mom, a better wife, a better whatever it is. And just take a deep breath and cut yourself a little bit of slack and know that you are doing good things. And remember this, you are loved, you are appreciated, and you matter. Thank you so much for listening. We cannot wait to see you next week.